Good evening and welcome to the You Tell Me Show. On this week's episode, we're going to discuss Jennifer McClellan, the first black woman to represent the Commonwealth of Virginia in Congress. We'll be discussing the assassination of the great Malcolm X during our moment in black history. And as always, we'll have our man stop playing moment of the week. We also have a couple of amazing musical selections by gospel recording artists Gayla James and Born Again, which I know you're going to love. Please don't forget to press that sponsorship button so we can continue to bring you our content. This is your host, Professor Kaz, and welcome to the You Tell Me Show. Are you going to sit on the sideline or be your own boss? Make up your own mind. Find time to shine and uplift. My brothers and sisters co-shooting the gift. This world is in an uproar and it's time for us to break down the door. Stand up in equality. Now fight for yours. Man, you tell me. And you tell me. And you tell me. And you tell me. And you tell me. Welcome to the You Tell Me Show, the show where we discuss some of the most interesting topics from the previous week. That's the You Tell Me Show featuring Professor Kaz. Virginia State Senator Jennifer McClellan won the special election for Virginia's 4th Congressional District and will become the first black woman to represent the Commonwealth in Congress. She defeated Republican Leon Benjamin, a pastor and Navy veteran. She will succeed the late Democratic Representative Donald McEachin, who died back in November. McClellan praised people like McEachin, who paved the way for her historic ascent and promised to bring their spirit to Capitol Hill. The heavily Democratic area, which contains the city of Richmond, has been held by McEachin since 2017. Miss McClellan won the seat with 69.4% of the vote. Her election to the U.S. House of Representatives is a milestone for Virginia, a state that was once home to the capital of the Confederacy and is a former slave trading center. McClellan's victory will add to what is already a record number of women and women of color in Congress. McClellan was raised in Petersburg, Virginia and elected to the House of Delegates in 2005 and won a 2017 special election for the state Senate after McEachin was elected to Congress in 2016. She previously ran for governor of Virginia back in 2020 but fell short by coming in third place. McClellan won the Democratic nomination for the 4th Congressional District in December, defeating fellow state Senator Joe Morrissey and two other candidates in a firehouse primary which was conducted by party officials across a handful of pop-up voting locations. She took 85% of the vote to Morrissey's 14, according to the Virginia Democratic Party. She was backed by party leaders and groups, including House Democratic Whip Catherine Clark. During her time in the 
General Assembly, McClellan has pushed legislation on several issues, including climate, gun reform, and education. She spearheaded the Voting Rights Act of Virginia, which was signed into law in 2021 and aimed to eliminate voter suppression and intimidation in the Commonwealth. McClellan also sponsored her chamber's resolution that helped Virginia become the 38th state to ratify the Equal Rights Amendment, which bans discrimination on the basis of sex and guarantees equal equality for women under the Constitution. McClellan says she is interested in joining the Armed Services, Agriculture, and Foreign Affairs Committees, though she says she'd be happy with whatever she gets. She says she is also excited to join the Congressional Black Caucus. Congresswoman-elect Jennifer McClellan, you are a true African-American pioneer and an amazing black woman. We congratulate you on your victory and you will forever be a part of Black History Month. We'll be right back on the You Tell Me Show. Ladies and gentlemen, hey, my born again. Yes. 
Yo, I need somewhere to go to get my vocals recorded, get some photographs taken, and shoot some video. I wish I knew a company that did all of that. You've never heard of the Street Artist Media Group? No, who's a street artist? The street artist is in Columbia, South Carolina. They do photography, audio, video, and podcasting. You should check them out. Well, how do I get in contact with them? I could use it for a lot of things that I need to get done. Look them up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Spotify. You can even email them at streetartistllc at streetartist.com. Ask for the professor. He'll be sure to help you out. Thanks for the info. I'm going to contact the street artist and get all of my creative needs taken care of. That's the street artist. Your one-stop shop for all your media needs. Welcome to this week's Moment in Black History. On February the 21st in 1965, Malcolm X was assassinated while addressing his organization of Afro-American unity at the Audubon Ballroom in Washington Heights, New York. He was 39 years old. Malcolm was born in Omaha, Nebraska in 1925 to James Earl Little, a Baptist preacher who advocated the black nationalist ideas of Marcus Garvey. Threats from the Ku Klux Klan forced the family to move to Lansing, Michigan, where his father continued to preach his controversial sermons despite continuing threats. In 1931, Malcolm's father was murdered by the white supremacist Black Legion, and Michigan authorities refused to prosecute those responsible. By the time Malcolm reached high school age, he had dropped out and moved to Boston, where he became increasingly involved in criminal activities. At the age of 21, Malcolm was sent to prison on a burglary conviction. It was there he learned the teachings of Elijah Muhammad, the leader of the Nation of Islam. Muhammad's teaching had a strong effect on Malcolm, who entered into an intense program of self-education and took the last name X to symbolize his stolen African identity. Malcolm served six years, and when he was released, he became a loyal and effective minister of the Nation of Islam in Harlem, New York. In contrast with civil rights leaders such as Martin Luther King Jr., Malcolm X advocated self-defense and the liberation of African Americans by any means necessary. In the early 60s, Malcolm had become more outspoken than Elijah Muhammad, and he suggested that President John F. Kennedy's assassination was a matter of the chickens coming home to roost. This was all Elijah Muhammad needed to suspend Malcolm, who he believed was becoming too powerful to control. Not long after, Malcolm formally left the organization and made a Muslim pilgrimage to Mecca, where he was profoundly affected by the lack of racial discord among Orthodox Muslims. He returned to America as El Haj Malik El Shabazz, and in June 1964 founded the Organization of Afro-American Unity. Malcolm's new movement steadily gained followers, and his more moderate philosophy became increasingly influential in the civil rights movement, especially among the leaders of the Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee. On February 21st of 1965, Malcolm X was gunned down as his pregnant wife and four daughters took cover in the front row of the Audubon Ballroom. Three members of the Nation of Islam, Mujahid Abdul Halim, 
Muhammad Aziz and Khalil Islam were soon after charged with first-degree murder. Islam and Aziz maintained their innocence and during the 1966 trial, Halim confessed to the crime and testified that Islam and Aziz were innocent. All three men were found guilty, however, and sentenced to 20 years to life in prison. In 2021, Aziz and Islam were exonerated after an investigation that included the discovery of key FBI documents withheld from the defense and prosecution during the trial. Aziz was 83 at the time of his exoneration. Islam had died in 2009. Malcolm X, or El Haj Malik El Shabazz, is a true African-American pioneer and hero. May his teachings be learned for all eternity. We'll be right back. Broken by Miss Gayla James.
Have you ever felt like the weight of the world is on your shoulders? But I know someone who can mend your broken heart and heal your wounded soul. Because we've been made to endure for a night. The joy comes in the morning light. Be encouraged. You can make it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm broken. Lord, will you help me, please? Broken. I'm crying on my knees. I'm broken. I don't know which way to go. Welcome to this week's episode of Man, Stop Playing. You can't make this stuff up. This segment of our show is about individuals that can be described as idiots or morons. <laughs> what are idiots and morons? Let's listen to a doctor from early in the 20th century. It's the perfect word to describe everyone on the road who isn't you. It shouldn't surprise anyone that the word moron is derived from the Greek word for foolish. Another great word to describe the guy who rode your ass all the way to work. But what might surprise you is the extremely blunt way the word moron was used in the medical field to describe substandard intellectual abilities. Dr. Henry H. Goddard had some pretty crummy views of mental disabilities when he coined the term in the early 20th century. He separated mental disabilities into two groups, idiots and morons. Idiots being mentally challenged people who do not have children, while morons continued the race with a line of children like himself. (laughs) With that definition being said, let's go to this week's moron. Even within a cycle of shocking and disgusting news, a ballet director's attack on a German newspaper critic stands out as particularly shocking and disgusting. Man, stop playing. Marco Goki was reportedly livid at reporter Weebke Huster after she reviewed one of his shows at the Hanover Ballet unfavorably. He tried to get her banned from the ballet. Then when she attended a premiere at the Hanover Opera House, he walked up to her and smeared dog shit on her face. (laughs) Man, stop playing. Needless to say, the Opera House suspended him and released a statement. Marco caused massive damage to the Hanover State Opera and State Ballet. Man, stop playing. No shit. The statement also said Marco's attack was an impulsive reaction. Man, stop playing. Who brings a bag of dog shit to the Opera House? Man, stop playing. Houston has rightly filed a criminal complaint. A Hanover police spokeswoman confirmed to CNN 
that they're investigating insult and bodily harm against Houston. No charges have been bodily harm. Houston 57 is the dance critic for a daily newspaper. Goki 50 has been the ballet director at the Hanover State Opera House since 2019. The piece that prompted the poor review was In the Dutch Mountains, his first full-length program at the Hanover Opera House. Mm -hmm. Houston called it disjointed. <laughs> Audiences, she wrote, may go insane and be killed by boredom <laughs> while watching. Man, stop playing. Forget about audiences going insane. She should have worried about the choreographer. Man, stop playing. In an interview with the Daily Beast, Houston described the terror of Goki's fists flying at her face. Man, stop playing. He didn't just throw it at me. He pulled out the bag with the open side of the bag and rubbed it in my face brutally so the dog poop would stick in my face, she said. One moment we were still talking and the next moment his fist was in my face. When I realized what he had done, I screamed. I was so shocked, so panicked. You can't imagine. Man, stop playing. This is an ugly story of unhinged rage and violence. Yes, spearing dog shit in a person's face is a violent assault. Man, stop playing. Goki apologized to Hooster and all affected for his absolutely unacceptable action. No shit. Man, stop playing. This has been your man, stop playing. Man, The young men and women of upstate New York are lucky to have a community program called Don't Cheat, Go Hard. Don't Cheat, Go Hard teaches our youth to give maximum effort in everything they do. Charles B. Coe Sr. and Jr. know the true definition of Don't Cheat, Go Hard. That's why they founded the program. If you want your child to learn the right skills and get the proper mentoring to be successful in anything they choose to do in life, call Charles and Charles. Just leave a message on our message board at Anchor FM under the You Tell Me Show or look us up on Facebook at Street Artists LLC. You can also send us email correspondence at streetartistsllc at streetartist.com. Remember, the definition of cheating is to act dishonestly or unfairly to gain an advantage. The definition of going hard is doing something with 100% maximum effort. Don't cheat, go hard. Apply this to all things in life and watch good things happen. Well, welcome back to the You Tell Me Show. Let's give it up to Jennifer McClellan for being the first black congresswoman to represent the Commonwealth of Virginia. Congratulations on your victory, and we're all behind you. Let's remember all of the things that Malcolm X stood for as well. Number one, being economically independent and self-sufficient, and by any means necessary. We have fun with our man stop playing moment of the week, but in all seriousness, no one should ever make fun of someone with a learning disability or who is less intellectual than others. If you are, man stop playing. I want to thank Miss Gayla James and my man Born Again for blessing us with their tracks Broken and Hey respectively. And with that being said, we've come to the end of another show. Please don't forget to press that sponsorship button so we can continue to bring you our content. Look for us on Anchor FM, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Spotify. 
This is your host, Professor Cash, saying peace and love from the You Tell Me Show. Gonna sit on the sideline to be your own boss, make up your own mind. Find time to shine and uplift. My brothers and sisters, co-shooting the gift. This world is in an uproar, and it's time for us to break down the door. Stand up in equality, now fight for yours, man. You tell me. And 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 you tell me. 